Welcome to this part two of the football buddies. Uh, triple header for this week. Yeah. Uh, we are releasing three episodes. Me, pick up your mic. I forgot about my mic. <laughs> I want to talk now. Like, eh, am I Britney Spears? All right. Um, we want to talk about the week that just happened. Uh, we talk about our FPL picks and uh, also the players that are performing and not performing. Uh, good weekend of football. I think some results were more surprising than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, some results were pretty much surprising. Expected, la. expected, la. expected. Yeah, like you yep. see, can can whack whack already, lah. Yeah, but one of the surprises of the week, I think, was Tottenham versus Aston Villa. I thought Steven Gerrard's team would give Tottenham a run for their money or harder fight, lah. At least, yeah, I think. Even trying to draw the game, I think has it gone downward a bit for Steven in terms of uh, his managerial career for Aston Villa and the past results that Aston Villa has been having. I don't think so. Uh. I think for me, uh, it was okay. The tenacity of Spurs when they are going forward mm-hmm. uh, this second half of the season due to the acquisition of Kulusevski yep. mm-hmm. is astounding. Uh, they okay. are back to that crazy action uh, in the final third of the pitch. Yep. Yep, yep. And undeniably, if you can't catch up with them, you're going to lose out. But the Aston Villa we are seeing uh, during that match when they lost, mm-hmm. uh, was it 4-0 yep. to Spurs? Um, after the first Spurs goal, you could see that they were going par to par with Spurs. Correct. Uh, Coutinho came close. Uh, a few of them uh, forced really last ditch saves from Loris. And uh, I I couldn't fathom why they didn't uh, maintain that kind of pressure. Correct. So in the end, I think they they got wary. It kind of fell apart. Yeah, and they got they fell apart, and then. It this, just went this three, yeah, uh, this three. The Kane, Kulu, uh, Son, Son partnership just destroyed them. Right. I think they are still on a, they are still in a work in progress, lah. For like AV. Aston Villa, like eventually, this is not the team that Gerard would have wanted from the start. Correct. Like he he got he got the team, and I think he made a few very interesting and wise uh, buys. Then uh, he's still trying to find the best eleven, or he got it ready. But to get to grind the results every week is something that he's. Been I think he started really do. well. The high, yeah, I think definitely. because of the new manager and the new player inputs. Yep, they were doing very. They were doing okay. Yep, yep. And um, and then now it's starting to simmer down. Mm-hmm. The the hype is gone. I think we're starting to see the true the real work. The, the real work real that needs to be results. done. Yeah. in terms for Steven definitely. at Aston Villa, but. That being said, he was going up against a Spurs team that was yes. scoring 10 goals and only allowing two yep. in the last four games, mm. in the last three games, including his would be 14 and two. Mm. So See? going forward, scoring goals for fun. Uh. Yeah, this this Spurs team and I think Conte has adapted the front three mm. methods of Pep and and Klopp. I think it, EPL it's a trend. It's a copycat league. <laughs> If in terms of tactics, lah. In terms of tactics and in terms of having a formula that works, mm-hmm. so I think acqui- the acquisition of Kulevsky helped Spurs. I think in his first game he scored a goal against City. 
uh, a game which uh, Spurs won 3-2 at uh, Spurs Stadium. Mm-hmm. I thought Kovalevsky played well. Uh, did he's fitted in well into the Spurs team. Yeah. Let, let's say that for sure. Kane and Son has been fronting Spurs for the longest time. Yep. And finally, they can offload that that load that to another person. They can share. That's right. It is the same emergence of like the Salah, Mani, Firmino, and then the uh, Sterling, Aguero, and who's the other one? Foden. Okay. So Foden. it's for City. It's more of whichever three you decide to put in. Correct. Correct. It works. Mares, Mares, bro. Mares. Yeah. So. Uh, I think this first team has done very well. Uh, also, Conte, ever since the exit from the U- Europa League, has pretty much brushed this team into a into a team that might even qualify for Europe Champions League. Champions League, yeah. They're definitely in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's just which Europe they decide to to play uh. to play in. Yeah. So, with Arsenal's misfortunes and also. Dropping points and losing games like Arsenal also are losing games for fun now, instead of winning them. <laughs> so, with those results going in Spurs' favor, now it looks like Spurs are the ones who have the initiative or the onus on them to go ahead and chase that that fourth position because the, the three on top is pretty much fixed. I think Liverpool and City are oh, going to be one like and two. KFB, <laughs> It's it's clicks, <laughs> yeah. I I feel like Man United right now because I keep dropping off. It was okay, then suddenly drop, 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 drop. Okay, so going back to Spurs, how do you think that that game de- de- uh, defined uh, Conte's influence in the team in the past few games? Other than the front three, um, was it stability at the back or even uh, getting the midfield right? So that he can supply or even control the game, so that this front three can go out and do their thing. Um, I think for for Spurs, uh, barring the fact that the front three is playing um way and beyond the their potential, right? Uh, I think what Spurs is doing right now is uh being tenacious uh mm-hmm. in every aspect in the field itself, mm-hmm. and they are playing true to what Conte wants them to play. Meaning that uh Conte is more of if you see Spurs play nowadays, Conte is a direct approach kind of uh, manager. Yeah. Uh, he he doesn't dilly dally with the balls. He's like, get the ball the fastest to the player most open. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you see players um, like um, who's the left back? Regulon Doherty. Ah. <laughs> Regulon. Ah, re- are you Regulon or, or Danny or Rose? No. See yeah, like the heroes. players, yeah. <laughs> the, the new the right defender, person? who's who's the Emerson Royal and all that. Uh, huh? Oh, Emerson Royal. Uh, uh. When they get the ball, they don't they really they they don't like try to bring the ball, see left, see yeah, right. Yeah, there's this uh, switch in transition that they they like to put the ball to an open player as yeah. fast as they can and then move from there. But there is no determined. It's not a Conte team yet. Yeah, it's not a signature not Conte a full, team. Uh, yeah. But it's something where contest is okay. I can't have my team <laughs> yet. Let's play this way mm. because it's successful. Uh, mm. If like you find a formula, stick to it. Yeah, and you can see that uh, because most of the goals that came right, you would think that uh, Villa could have defended, but no, because 
it's like it's like let's say the three of us are playing right I know where you are I glance at either you run and that that's it he's mm. gonna end up in a goal mm. yeah, it's no longer like I get the ball and I wait then we'll see what we can do uh, with it yeah. it's, in, it's almost instinctive really. correct correct, correct. Mm. and and having this sort of play with the 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 youth and tenacity of the team they they, they don't have much old players mm. most of them are quite mm. young so it really vibes with the whole team uh. mm. you you see them jumping up for joy you see right. Conte at the start of the pitch running like crazy so this I think brings up their morale a lot and then, um, it's a team that we would like to see each week playing uh. yep. Yeah. Yep. and I think the the result against Aston Villa pretty much shows the progress that Spurs have made mm-hmm. I think the only two teams that they have uh, difficult the only two difficult fixtures that they have would be Liverpool and Arsenal in terms of their running. And that's back-to-back. They'll play Liverpool on the 8th and then Arsenal on the 13th. Uh, hopefully, by the time we reach on to the 13th uh, of May, which is Spurs versus Arsenal, North London Derby, and anyway, uh, fourth would be still in the balance, whereby these two b- would fight it out and yeah. whoever wins would go on and get It's always the case the right for these two. Yep. It's always a derby and it's always the fight for third fourth. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be one heck of a game anyway. Uh going back to Arsenal's run in, let me just have a look. Arsenal have three difficult games. Oh only two, sorry. They have Chelsea and Spurs in their run in. Uh the rest are pretty much uh mandatory for Arsenal, but there is nothing mandatory about this Arsenal team. Uh looking at Arsenal's uh last result which is two one to Lost to Brighton. You said last week that it was a bump in the road. Mm. Is it is it still a bump in the road, or is it because of Arsenal's lack of concentration and lack of luck? Um, I don't put games in EPL. Okay, Th- we always say the ball is round, the ball is round, but effort plays a part, focus plays a part in all the games that we play in the EPL. I think Arsenal as a team has lost its focus. Okay. Um, we are not seeing the normal Arsenal play, gameplay, yep. mm-hmm. and it makes for easy fodder for the teams that they are playing. When you know that oh, Arsenal's not uh, switching on their game, or Arsenal is not present today. This is not Arsenal. This is Arsenal B or this Arsenal women's team. They're just not consistent. They're just not consistent. I think they have the they have the players to play to give a good fight. Every every match, but it's just yeah, like what you said, like they're not. Sometimes they don't turn up, or yeah. not not all of them. There are days they can just turn it on, yeah. but there are days they just come on and switch mm. off. Yeah, so yeah, it's so the consistency that is uh, lacking for, for them. them uh. Yeah. <laughs> so I have I have this problem with Arsenal whereby I want them to succeed, but, but at the same time they are their worst, their own worst enemy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty apparent in the last two games. That they that they are not turning up. Yep. And if they don't turn up, actually, by right, they had that lead whereby they can secure fourth. Mm-hmm. Had they won these two games. Correct. But now it's in the balance because of their lack of concentration. And uh, I think Ateta has done a fantastic job this season to even have Arsenal contending for a Champions League spot. I think we even had them relegated. Written off. Written off. Uh, yeah, with the first two games and then after that, uh, with yeah. them having a bad run of results. 
they are fifth right now. Thirty games played with fifty four points. And next af- right after them is West Ham with thirty two matches played and fifty one points. So in a way they are still quite inverted commas safe, if you would like to put it. Quite comfortable for fourth. Yeah. Provided they win the games. Correct, correct. Yeah. So uh I hope Arsenal doesn't capitulate and turn into the old Arsenal whereby they start losing games and dropping points mm-hmm. like butterflies. So going back to the top four, I think Sham, if you're looking at the table, I think yeah. we are looking at three teams. To get fourth, to get fourth, are United still in the mix? United is at thirty-one matches played after the last game. Do you think they stay in the mix? <laughs> I don't know, man. Which brings us to the next match, lah. Yeah, which right. is the second game, <laughs> the shit show that we that we watched. They suddenly, um, I don't know, expectedly or unexpectedly lost to Everton. Um, I I don't know, man. What to make of them? And Everton that. I think the results does does Everton a lot of good in terms of the relegation battle. Definitely, definitely, they were kind of struggling. They still are. They are just seventeen. One one Point place of the drop. off the okay. drop. Um, they are at twenty eight points, and Burnley, who's in eighteen, is at twenty four points. So they just four. How points. many games in hand does Burnley have? I think three, two. Burnley have two, 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 two games, but Everton also have two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well done to Frank Lampard and Everton to get that result against United. Yes. Uh, a very disorganized, uh, no direction kind of United. I think we saw playing at Goodison Park. Uh, Ronaldo played. Everybody played. Bruno, Ronaldo played. <laughs> Bruno played. They started with Matic and Pogba, Fred. Pogba as have. Uh, eventually, he came on. They started with the two defen- uh, center midfield, defensive midfield. And I think... Uh, if you're a United fan right now, you just want the season to end now, yeah. So that you can get on with the new manager because Ralph is not go- Ralph Rennick. Uh, Ralph Rennick's agreement is just to be token ca- finish ready. Token. His token finish ready. Token finish. <laughs> and uh, as a manager, he's had the worst start in any United manager's history. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just not getting better for him. Uh, apparently the players are not listening to him They're not following the instructions The gameplay is totally off mm-hmm. uh, He was known as a tactician As an organised hey, Father pers- of Gagan Pressing <laughs> uh, Don't forget <laughs> Every week I must remind Yeah <laughs> Must remind <laughs> No I, I I'm just saying what the media has been saying Like When he was appointed Oh he's the father He's the one who taught Klopp And Tukul All the t- uh, the things the Sepas really lah huh? Sepas really <laughs> Student will always surpass the Shifu. But this one like surpass with like very Come far. Come on, you have flying colours. <laughs> uh, it's not like a beat, no. Like you just it's not like it's a hard the fight. Back. Then after that, I beat you. But he yeah. he's also not exactly blessed with the bestest of team, uh. Dude, he's got goat. You know, he's got the goat there. Yeah, which and is like a literal goat now. <laughs> you know, and he's got. I I think he's got a decent. No, the goat hit the phone. No, whack the phone down. Different, different. Different. <laughs> he's got no. He's got world class players there. He's got even um, youngsters trying to play. He's got Pogba. He's got Mata. He's got and like I told you just now off uh, off cast. They this is the same team that got um, United second mm-hmm. uh, under Mourinho. It's the same team without Ronaldo that got to a Europa Cup final exactly last season. So there is honestly potential in this team. It's not like this team is. 
I don't know, like Burnley or Everton who are struggling below. Yep. Yeah. This is a team full of quality. Is so for United, make it or not? fourth is still uh, a dream or is it, can they still catch? Because if you're looking at the way they're playing uh, right now, right, and United's uh, run-in, let me just pull up United's run-in. Facing Liverpool. Uh, yeah, they're facing Liverpool next. So... Uh, for f- mathematically it's still possible but unless Spurs fuck up big time <laughs> I don't think United is going to end there I'm sorry but yeah yeah United is playing Norwich this week first right okay is United having a double game week yes yes yes, yes so Norwich yes. and Liverpool eh, yep. this week no lah this week they are having a double game week right? yes so game week 33 sure yes no. correct yeah yeah they are playing Norwich and Hinton. Liverpool Norwich and yeah, yeah, so we expect Norwich to not even get a result against United, but but we don't know. Well, United, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the that's the thing right now, right? <sighs> With United situation, exactly. We don't exactly know which United is gonna turn up. It's either gonna be a or if they're gonna turn up at all. Yeah, but they're playing at home, so usually at home they're much better. Um, actually, I take that back because by right United are good travelers compared to home games. They they won they a lot of games. Everton, at Everton. Yeah, bar none from that uh, Everton game, okay. I think they've travelled quite well. Okay. Uh, to end off this United discussion before it digresses into something else, uh, <laughs> I think as a United fan, you would want to have this season over, and then after that, you just want to get the new manager and get started on the new process. What they need to understand is, it is not a one season process. Yeah, it took Klopp four years. They need time. It took Pep at least one or two years before he got and it. And a lot of buys and a lot of money. He didn't just yeah get a team and just trans just get transform the team into a the yes the correct. So everybody has to have that. It took Fergie four years before they before they even won something. Mm. So um, not every manager or not anyone that you bring in right now into this Manchester United team would actually give you automatic success. Yep, yep. That is what the board of Manchester United would need to understand. Definitely. Uh, what we have sources is Ten Hag, the so manager of Ajax, agreed, right? has agreed in principle mm. the terms and conditions. Uh, there's a $2 million buyout from Ajax. I think United should pay that easily because oh. they're paying Ronaldo that, we, that, that kind of money monthly to play like that. Uh also want to close it, want to close off this uh, segment for United. Let's just see what they do from here. Uh, I think just to finish off these seven games, Ralph's going to do his best. But uh, I don't think they'll get for her, personally. I think they should even get into Europe, not even Conference League. Europe just might. To Europe might. Conference League might. Might. Yeah, might. Because... But we're talking about Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world, playing in UEFA Conference League. I mean, that's the Normal reality. La, that's like the reality like for them now, la. la. That's the reality for them now. They have to accept it. Yeah, I mean, they are not really contending in Champions League anymore. In fact, even if 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 uh, Spurs fuck it up, I think West Ham has a better chance of getting it. Mm. Well, yep, yep. Makes sense. That one I agree. Sense. Yeah. yeah, I think West Ham's form and consistency this season mm. uh, should give them a good European place, which they're gonna okay. play in about fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham versus Lyon. <laughs> uh, we're watching RB Leipzig versus Atalanta at the moment. 
Uh, RB is going through at the moment. <laughs> uh, we had a penalty not given. Uh, referee looked at VR and explained everything nicely. I think that was we are working very well. Uh, but moving on to bigger things, bigger better things. Uh, we want to talk about the biggest game that everybody was talking about last week, which was Liverpool Man City. Wow, I just Liverpool like you Man just take City. you just take a, you just take a moment right and just think about it. Like we just went from Everton versus Man U from like seventeenth struggling to struggling Everton versus a flailing 17 United. Seventeen versus seven, and Man U seven. To title contending teams, to arguably the two best teams in the world right now, which is Liverpool and Man City. Yeah, oh, times have changed. Uh. <laughs> like ten years ago, right? It's yep. opposite. But they're calling this a very friendly rivalry. Whatever lah. Yeah, I'm okay. I la. think a lot of people want like the the fights between Fergie and Wenger. Okay. Or okay. Wenger and Mourinho, mm-hmm. and then uh, Fergie and Mourinho. I think the people like that part whereby they go. Head on or during conferences, mm. talking about each other and stuff, but these two are much more. Uh, I praise you, you praise me. I think the, the thing, thing that they have is respect. I uh, just a lot of respect towards one another. Yep. In their own craft, in their own teams, like they know how the other. Mm, I think both teams know that they are very good, and they know what they are capable they respect, of. They respect yeah. that, that that you're good. I'm also respecting that I'm yeah. good. So. But guess what? We need to fight each other, lah. Yeah. To find out yeah, who's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think last last week, mm. to be very honest, as a Liverpool fan, mm. Man City was the better team Agree. on the day. Agree. Agree. But the first goal was a slice of luck, ah. Bruyne's yeah. goal. No lah. Yeah, yeah. No, you but I mean luck because deflection. But they were dominating for that. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Five no. Minutes. Gameplay wise, yes, Man City was dominating, but the goal was a slice of luck. Yep, okay it was the same thing that happened during the equaliser against Liverpool at Anfield. De Bruyne shot deflected off Matip goes into the goal. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing happened. Yeah. How how we close out that that game? We open up with this game, and then after that the equaliser Liverpool played their way in mm-hmm. and got Jota in. I think Jota's uh, awareness and also positioning played a very big part in that goal. And but you gotta give big props to. Trend for even spotting Jota in all that chaos. In that, yeah, lah. To score the equalizer. But wah, well, trend defending that day. Fox in the box, ah, he want to throw him under the like bus. Like people running forward, he'll be the one like lagging behind just to receive that final ball. Yeah, and he was just basically he was standing there in City's defensive box, mm. alone, alone, waiting for the ball <laughs> to come to him. Yep. And he re- actually nearly scuffed the shot. He didn't even get a good contact. That ball was yeah, on Edison. Yeah. To Edison to didn't get a good contest, so the ball went in. on his body. Yeah, man. And then, <laughs> talking about right backs, one right back did not play well. One right back played very well, which is Jao Cancelo. These two have been going, like, it's a debate. Who plays the better right back? But because of City having Carl Walker, Jao Cancelo goes to left back. And uh, he's right-footed, by the way. So, for him to even spot Gabriel Jesus run during all that chaos is also one heck of a pass. But yep. like what uh, Sham mentioned, I think Trent switched off for that goal. Yeah. For that day, la, I feel. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like Sham, I, I really admire to him. To be very honest, guys, Sham had a very big problem with <laughs> Liverpool defence. With Liverpool's defence and also the way they went about it. 
Like I texted Akbar I'm like Better to play Milner here To be very honest Syam said Kalau main macam gini Lagi baik main macam adik Yeah man I was so angry I'm like Damn Like I I stayed up I mean the match Wasn't that late But I stayed up To see Liverpool fighting At least uh. Like I I would expect I would expect them I To play decent I think they play Like passing. the second half Yeah Then I'm okay You know like In the first half We are okay You will be more I think you incline more To Liverpool winning the mm, game Definitely But then Like the Enfield game It was a game of two halves yeah la, Enfield true. game also Liverpool didn't play well In the first half They weathered the storm mm. And then they start to come out And play Correct uh, Birthday boy Sadio Mane Got the second Second goal The cool. equaliser nice, The one that finished off the game I think that was Typical Mo Salah To Mane kind of goal Yeah And the gameplay Between these These two teams They know each other so well mm. That one mm. mistake That's what happened That's it Yeah Yeah and you get knocked out True So Klopp Describe the game Like a boxing match mm, mm. Where you Put your guard down You're going to get punched In the face Which is what happened To it, to both of them yeah. But did you think Mares Did it again In the last minute Where he had that chance He Had Allison At his mercy Oh yeah If he hit it low That's Any it. part of the goal He would have went in Correct But he wanted to do Something different He chipped the ball And he went over But I think <laughs> Thank God I think it was also partly because of he, he knew who was he was up against. Uh. Yeah. Like it's not just any goalkeeper. So he maybe one part of him say he must shoot uh, low, like like what you said, and just into any side. But yep. on other on, on the other side, he knows that oh okay this is Allison, so he must try to do something fancy and try to beat. So maybe that's why he tried that. Right. It looks like a scuff shot. Yeah, like, I, I, I think he fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, the last moment, too. he was caught in too many. Like, do I what do I shoot? Uh, what do I do? I, yeah, do I don't know what I'm gonna do. Do I with lock? This. Do I place the ball? Then go for the spectacular. Then if I miss at least, Liverpool players coming into you know, just mm-hmm. yep. That's it. Yeah, but kudos to Kevin De Bruyne for that ball to Mares. Hit him, man. Speaking of De Bruyne, he's a late bloomer, isn't he? Yes, for this season he didn't start the season well. He didn't. Yes, I remember. But like suddenly we he not going. We were not mentioning his names in the starting of the season. And still, City were leading the league without yes. without him. Without, without him. a full Kevin De Bruyne. Correct. But yeah. we have a few other players who we think are late bloomers in this season as well. Correct. Yep. Yep. I think so you um, named a few play players who are basically shit lah. Uh, in the first half of the season, uh, we didn't hear about them at all. Uh, basically disappeared into oblivion. Uh, not showing up for the teams. Disappeared uh, into oblivion. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. this kind of players like, I think at the start of the season we were like, pinning for them to uh replicate the success of uh yesteryears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, they they just like. They uh, just couldn't get going. Uh, came into class to, to to. And coasted. Yeah, and coasted, <laughs> like Maguire lah, something like that. Yeah, I think we've identified five players who we thought. Who we think are, are late bloomers? Uh, we've identified Son. Uh, we've already identified Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, the other three are Wilfred Zaha. Uh, I don't know what's Mbwemo's first name, but Mbwemo <laughs> and also Jason Madison. <laughs> so James, uh, James James Madison. Sorry, uh, these five players we've identified in terms of how we identify them as late bloomers is because the the number of points that they start to pick up in the FPL. Uh, which also means that they get uh, points for the for the team and also points for us. And so also as a whole, I think uh, gameplay wise, 
their teams sorry their fans uh, Leicester fans City fans and so on and so forth they are beginning to see these players actually um, performing really well uh, they had hoped for these players to perform really well earlier but correct nothing looking came looking at the season before that Son Christmas. had last season yeah. KDB had last season Madison and Zaha uh, maybe not so for Mbwemo because it's his first season in the league yeah he came with huge expectations because him and Tony were forced to reckon with in Division 1. Yeah. But... Uh, Which is what Everton is going to become next season. <laughs> mm. A force to be reckoned with. Okay. <laughs> so this five... Like championship. Yeah. So basically, they they just came into the picture performing well week in, week out I think for the past uh, 10 weeks or so. And Second half of the season. Yeah. yeah. Raking up assists, goals... Yep, just doing so well, uh. So for us, like to see these late bloomers coming into the game, it's mm-hmm. it's just something. Uh. It's nice to see, but I don't know. Like, it's called late bloomers, lah, right? Yeah. So, have you ever wondered, like, what if they started the season like this? Would they be in, Would in contention for? Be, yeah, like better than where they are right now. You know, depends. So, what if they fizzle out? Ah. Uh, yeah. Too much, too soon, that kind of thing. But with, with, with these performances, do you think these five players that we've mentioned mm. would be part of the thoughts this season? No, I don't want to mm. see. Uh. Seven more matches, a lot more things to... A lot more things can happen. Yeah. And, and we're having... It's still a possibility. If you're talking about Son, Son had a one-month break because of his injury. And he okay, came back stronger and, and he's starting yeah. to, to gel with Kulevsky and also Kane. Kane. Yep. Uh, KDB had his fair share of knocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think James Madison, Leicester has been fluctuating up and down as usual. A typical yeah. Brandon Rogers team. Yeah, but he's the main source of inspiration uh, because there's no Vardy inside. Yeah, with Vardy out, uh, James no Madison has. Yeah, no more Kante. <laughs> no more Mares. You cannot hope for that. <laughs> Who's the other centre mid? Who's here? Tillemans. Tillemans really Tillemans also not, not really playing well Tillemans now yep. the in the mind want to transfer already yeah I think huh? really? I yeah. think he made it known that in January he wanted he wanted out oh. but he didn't get the move okay. so he's been pretty much coasting at the moment but Should one of the players that to I Italian league if I'm not hey, no no I just read uh, Barcelona or something huh? are you kidding me hey, hey, Barcelona hey. again okay. no because Barcelona has agreed also in principle with Robert Lewandowski yeah. for next season. <laughs> that is big. Uh. That is not big. Uh. Shit, That's bro. That is big. I, bloody Barcelona buying everybody Lewandowski and when they were supposed Aubameyang. to be bankrupt. Uh. Huh? They yeah, were supposed yeah, to be yeah. bankrupt. Then they so can buy Ferran Torres. They can buy a few other players that they're having. It's not all trick. Uh. Yeah, but three days after they buy uh, Ferran Torres and stuff, mm. they announced they got 400 million from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they are changing the name of their... their Why? Oh, they right. also make podcasts? No, I think Spotify is going to be the sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barcelona usually doesn't have sponsors on their shit. They're going to change the name of the stadium. Yeah, they're no, going to no. stay change to Spotify stadium. <laughs> Spotify come new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a player that I want to talk about is also Wilfred Zaha, who has been on the forefront for Crystal Palace for, for a number like of seasons. 10,000 years. Eh? For t- <laughs> For as far back as we can remember, no, like I keep thinking, right? Every season he will leave. 
like someone will buy. It's finally like it's finally gonna happen for yeah, him. Yeah, like, like okay, a Chelsea. He's gonna, be, he's gonna go. He's gonna it looks go. Looks like he's gonna be a Chelsea player at some point of time. Chelsea, but I don't think okay. so. Like or like Italian league, like that kind, you know. Yeah. Eventually, eventually he'll go. But he's still there at Crystal Palace. You're hoping <laughs> that Zaha turns into a Serge Gnabry kind of thing from West Brom. Yeah, like go from somewhere. From Arsenal to West then Brom, then suddenly play Bayern Munich and play yeah, first yeah. level. Yeah, something but like, like that. He's still there. I mean, okay lah. Maybe loyalty or I don't know. Best player there. No, best. Let's just say best paid player there. Let's just say know. what it is. Nobody wanna buy him. Of that too. <laughs> or nobody has I seen think enough. The reason why he's not moving is he's accustomed to the English game. Maybe also lah. Maybe. maybe Vieira also has a point. Has a play. Has a part to play in that. Maybe. Maybe. Like yeah. Previously, he got the owl as a manager. Owl. Now oh, he got a black Hawksen. eagle. Okay. Okay. Black Eagle, <laughs> 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 yeah, because the Crystal Palace Eagles, what? Oh, the manager okay. Vera Black Eagle, okay. Yeah, then okay. the Crystal Palace colour also like friends, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so okay, close ah, close But the, the one that yeah. the the ones that have the one that we mentioned the least is actually one of the most impactful players now, which is Mbemo. He's he's been doing very well for Brentford, and Brentford also with the signing of Ericsson has suddenly picked up the pace. Yeah, uh, Brentford started the season very well, beating Arsenal. Very well, uh, and, and then I after that, drawing Liverpool at home. They they're very strong at home. Brentford yeah. is not a place where you want to go. Mm-hmm. If you need a result, that's not one of the stadiums that you want to go. I think the the stadium is just. It feels like some bloody MLS stadium. It feels very American football kind of thing. That that Brentford Stadium, but then the atmosphere there is quite crazy. I think yeah. the noise is the noise levels are quite high, okay. uh, and the way the team plays also makes opponents throws them off their game because of the atmosphere and the way the, the way Brentford plays. Very play. physical, uh, Brentford. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for Mbuimo, I think uh, he came with huge expectations because. Uh, in Division One, him and Tony sh- striking out a partnership, uh, which I think no one came close to. Yeah. They were banging in goals like nobody like business. business. Yeah. And then when they came, when they were um, they ascended into the Premier League, I think most of us were thinking, okay, uh, this is another Dwight York, uh, Andy Cole kind of situation yeah. coming into wow. the league. Uh, but it didn't. It, it didn't, didn't happen, yeah. And then we were like, ah, shit. Rampers going down. This is Division 1 stuff lah. Division 1, you can prosper lah. You come league. Yeah, yeah. correct. You it was the difficult man kind of mentality that you think yeah. that you can bring, you can transfer everything over, crossover from uh, EFL to EPL. But maybe the the, the spark was uh, Ericsson. Yep. So I think with the signing of Ericsson, uh, also considered a late bloomer. With the battery, I think the battery charged already. Yeah. That's why he played very well. Ironman hard. Ironman hard. Anyway, uh, very happy for him to be playing again, contributing to the team. Yeah, yeah. being able to play at all, uh, Because after what happened, yeah, yeah, uh, I think that's a lot, right? Yeah. Nice. After what happened to him in Europe, and then going back. No, to you wanna play World Cup, no? Going back to your club and your club saying sorry, uh, you have this problem, you cannot play. Yeah, just bye bye. Yeah. yeah. But now, like yeah. yeah. but right now he is. Hey, sorry, ah, no pun intended. Heart pain. Hey, no, he's not heart pain. He's not heart stop. Okay, okay. But okay. right now he is. Um, some teams are trying to sign him, right? That's why. Right? Yeah. One, one, one of the team is, of course, Spurs. Yep. So it depends. on Ericsson is at ninety-two. Foot, eh? Tiba tiba. FIFA. Anyway, um, we're gonna do 
three episodes like what we mentioned. Yep. This is part two. We're yep. closing off part two already. Yep. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna release three episodes. Yes. Right, three we different timings. We are burning midnight oil literally. We're burning the sahur oil for you all. Ever oil. Uh, for this triple header that we're gonna release for Isham Good Friday. Isham already lying down. Uh, Isham has gotten <laughs> comfortable. Comfortable and also starting to <laughs> drift. No Just like Atalanta is going to be knocked out now no because of the. By the way, RB Leipzig is leading 2 0, 3 1 on aggregate. I think they should go through. I think just yeah. now we wait. We mentioned Tomorrow five. Tomorrow we celebrate during Red Bull. We mentioned five uh, late bloomers, right? Yeah. I think if any of you have any other picks for late bloomers, you can tell us. Uh, just in case we miss. Yep. So I if you have any. It's interesting to. Because, like, of course, we, we try to see as. We try to be fair and see all the teams, but if I think it's normal if we miss some. So like, if there are any players that we miss out, please tell us. If Danny Rose considered late bloomer, Danny Rose just late lah. Yeah, he Danny Rose is late for everything. He's a rose that never bloomed. Don't know where he go. Really. He bloomed <laughs> at. Uh, <laughs> he was doing well at Spurs. At then Spurs, after that, Mourinho shipped him off to Watford. Of course. Then yeah. after that, it is what it is now. Yeah. So it is what it <laughs> is. <laughs> With that, thank it you very much good. for listening to episode two. Yep. Good night. Hey, good night, eh? Good night, eh? Ciao. Good morning. Good morning. See you on the next episode. All right. <sighs>